Welcome back to No Wheel Knowledge. This week we're covering Imola, which despite some unfortunate events in our eyes, we do find humor in various things that happen throughout the weekend itself. And it ended up being one of the more fun episodes to record as we all, as you'll be able to tell, have some very particular opinions to share. We hope you enjoy listening to this GP recap. Welcome back to No Wheel Knowledge. We've got another race recap for you guys. Today, we're going to be talking about Imola. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This probably will be a shorter episode, if I'm honest. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It it was not happy. It was brutal. It was was a brutal one. Um, I guess I'll start by the more lighthearted stuff with practice we got rain delays which everyone was like spa ptsd oh no (laughs) and i didn't watch fp1 but all my twitter and tumblr was saying was that people were spinning lots of spinning i have okay i have several sad faces in my notebook this weekend (laughs) i think that's how you'd sum it up to be honest just yeah i think so too sad Uh, yeah Okay, but after FP1, we went straight into Quali on Friday because it is the first sprint weekend of mm. this season, um, which we can discuss our thoughts about sprint weekends after I briefly recap everything that happened. Um, qualifying. Uh, Alex's brakes exploded. <laughs> <laughs> and then it went downhill from there. <laughs> I remember everyone just watching that and on Twitter at first, everyone was like, oh no, it's Latifi. But it was not Latifi for no, once. It was not Latifi for once. It was completely Alex. And it was not his fault. It was yeah. not his fault. No, but apparently it's a different issue from the one that happened in Barcelona. Yeah, which is kind of worse. I yeah. Because it's just like more issues that they have. Yeah, I no, because Ted, Ted was commentating when it happened. He was like, oh, it's the same thing as in Barcelona. And then literally an hour later in Ted's notebook, he was like, never mind. <laughs> um, Yeah, so Alex immediately was demoted to the back of the grid. And in Q1, Yuki and Pierre got knocked out in their home race weekend. It was a terrible weekend for Alvatari. I'll learn, okay. Oh, you Yuki got points. Okay, you got points. Excuse but me. Considering it's their sort of home race. Yeah. I feel like they they, they have, have another one. Ever. They have another one. So it's... Yeah, but they're like 20 minutes away, the factory. That's true. It's like closer to home. So close. Q2, it started raining halfway through the session, which meant that everyone's fast laps that they did on the softs before it started raining were essentially their qualifying times. And we... Lewis. Lewis and George. It's the first time that Mercedes have not been in Q3 since Japan 2012. And that, like, that was sh- like Schumacher and Nico Rosberg. That was a yeah. while ago. A Can we just say ago. that Nico Rosberg this weekend oh had God, a special wait. place in hell? <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> it was- he jinxed what? it. He said Charles will win the championship and he just jinxed it. No, but every time some of the Sky people tried to be remotely positive, it was like, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> no. Nico, I don't know what worm got into his brain this weekend. Like, because no. last year he was all like, Lewis, oh my God, Lewis. Yes. And then suddenly like, this I beat Lewis. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wasn't sure. It seemed a bit off, but maybe... I don't know. It was, no, he looked strange. very weird as well, though. Have you seen the pictures of him commentating? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He kept that? freezing as well. They'd be like, yeah. to Nico, and then the silence. He's just staring at the screen. I felt the same, but... <laughs> what? Yeah. No, they would literally just mention him, and Nico would be sitting there staring at the screen, and everyone watching Sky would be like, so... Yeah. And then Natalie so... was just like, and we'll go back to Ted. <laughs> <laughs> On that fantastic note, um, yeah, Q2, no mercs. Um, Mick got punted out, so did Guan Yu, and so did Lance. And then Q3, we had... Okay, this was a wild one. Um, Magnuson's little moment in the gravel and him getting out. Yes. 
the getting out was impressive. I thought that was going to be it. Yeah. I was like, oh, we're getting another red flag. That's it. Right, and then there was just... a red flag for like yeah. know, a minute or something before they realized, oh, he's actually getting out. Yeah. And I think quite a few people complained and said they called that way too early yeah, because he wasn't even in a position where it was hard to retrieve him. Like he was way off the track. And he hadn't yeah. even come to a full stop at any point. Exactly. So, so but yeah, Q3, we was a wet Q3. Um, but not like exciting. It wasn't exciting though. It was just like dread, I felt. It was dread. <laughs> and like all the retirements weren't yeah. even like crashes. It was just kind of people, like both us just pulled off the track because he had yeah. an exhaust issue. And the front row was pretty expected i feel like max and Charles. um however i do think the funniest moment was the fact that the red flag that both us caused was then they started back up again three minutes to go started doing their laps and then lando literally was just like you know what fuck this <laughs> put his car in the wall <laughs> and, uh, and immediately everyone was like oh wait he was p3 before that what a coincidence did he pull hmm. Charles, I feel? <laughs> no, I think Lando decided to put everyone out of their misery and ended the session. It was lovely. Yes. He did it for yeah. us. But that did uh, that did break the record for most red flags during qualifying. Nice. Yeah. We had five of them total, which was really fun. Um, yeah. So our qualifying order, which there wasn't my, okay. My main issue with sprint races is that essentially deletes any kind of interesting things that happens during quality. I totally agree. And also like just when it gets interesting, it's the end of the sprint, like with the tire choice and strategy. Because after quality, we had uh, Max, Charles, Lando, and then Magnuson and P4. Alonzo P5, Danny P6, Checo all the way down P7, Bottas P8, Seb P9, which... Seb! <laughs> <laughs> um, Carlos P10, but that was a result of his crash in Q2. Crash in Q2, so he didn't set a time in Q3. But he got in, despite the crash. However, I do... Okay, this is where I think about IndyCar and the way their qualifyings work. and where I kind of wish F1 implemented some things. Because in IndyCar, if you crash during qualifying and you cause a red flag, your fastest lap gets deleted. I think that would probably make a lot of people happier. Mm. If I'm being honest, it is a bit unfair. I think if people like genuinely have an issue, like Bottas, for example, that was clearly not intentional, whatever. Mm -hmm. It might seem unfair, but then other cases like... If the driver, especially if they have like pole position, like provisional pole, and then happen to crash, that's something sus, you know? Yes, and even if it's <laughs> not on purpose, it would still probably help the team as well, like over the long term, so people don't start spreading rumors and conspiracies yeah. and whatnot and saying that's not deserved. For me, I think it'd be more important to implement it like in Q1 and Q2, mm. because people end up getting through on times that they set before they crash, but then they can't even set a time in the next session. Yeah, wasn't that with Mick the first time he went to Q2 because mm-hmm. he crashed? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But also with, with Pole as well. I feel like yeah. Pole that also. Like Lando's P3, I don't know if that's relevant. But like Pole position? Charles and Monaco, essentially. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Obviously, then the conspiracy could start again with, with Baku where Carlos crashed and he got, uh, Charles got Pole. But mm. yeah. <laughs> that's just, that's another level. Yeah, so qualifying didn't bring us any joy, but then we had FP2. I don't think the end of the race, I think so. But yeah, FP2 happened, nothing too crazy. McLaren, both McLarens had issues. Um, uh, Just narrowing down setup, especially data, and if conditions are different on the next day, then you kind of get to... I think also just mapping out tire strategy because Mm -hmm. in fp1 you don't really have the time to go through that much i'm just not so sure about the whole format of the weekend 
With yeah, like in FP2, quality. everyone was essentially testing the how long the softs were going to go for. Yeah, I don't get why couldn't you do like FP1 and 2 on the Friday and then quality in the morning and sprint in the afternoon? Why is that not possible? They want people to buy Friday tickets. Oh, that plus <laughs> basically if you crash in quality Saturday morning and you can't race in the sprint Saturday afternoon, then they're kind of. A problem develops there. I oh, think yeah. too many people are buying Saturday Sunday passes and not Friday Sunday passes, and they want money. Yeah, true. it. it true, well, the sprint true. races. How we can get into this a little bit further, but the reason sprint races exist is capitalism. Um, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> um, but the sprint race essentially, first of all, some changes from last year that are important to mention. Um, Points are awarded not just for top for the three, but for top eight. That's great. And the pole position award goes to whoever gets the fastest lap in qualifying, not whoever. I like that. That was a good change. Because the thing is, I know many people complained about that because if we just go from the name, pole position should be the driver that starts the race. Like pole position is the spot on the track. That's the first one. So it makes sense name wise. But statistics-wise, it obviously makes sense to give it to the one in qualifying because if you say, oh, he has the most pole positions in his career, it means he's the fastest in one lap pace. Yeah, So yeah, for exactly. that, it totally makes a lot more sense to give it to the one on Friday. Did mm. they get rid of um, Speed King or something? Speed King was so, my favorite thing. Absolutely hysterical. I think it's called <laughs> Sprint. Also, I think they now officially call it Sprint Race and not Sprint Quali. It's Sprint Race. Yeah. That's, That's why good. I saw everyone. Because before that, everyone's always correcting each other. Like, oh no, a Sprint Qualifying. Yeah, not a Sprint Race. Uh-huh. I think they took a few pointers from the F2 and F3 systems, which if we really wanted to mix things up on a Saturday, reverse grid. But the thing is, I get the criticism of reverse grid, especially because Formula One is a constructors' championship, not a team championship. So we kind of exactly. really punish them for being fast. Yeah, but it's fun. I want to see it. It's fun. Yeah, I I do just I just whenever I sat down for sit down for a sprint, I just don't feel the same as when I sit down for a race. Yeah, and maybe that's just me. I but... think sprint, there's like two things happening. It's either someone like Lewis in Brazil who's like out of his yeah. usual position coming back mm-hmm. or it's like two drivers switching the position. But no no one really does something big. Like we don't expect McLaren to win a sprint race no. or something. It's so not it's just... enough laps to actually achieve much unless you get ahead at the start. So basically it's like first lap and then it yeah. stays the same. No, especially especially in places like Imola, because after the first three laps, it was a procession. It was pretty dull, and I was just was... scared that somebody was going to have a blowout or something and like ruin that actual race. It, it just felt so pointless. It felt so pointless, especially in a place where like Imola, where you just get DRS trains, and that's it. Yes, I and mean. The- to be devil's advocate, though, Max did do a pass. I guess that is but... true. There but... was some overtaking, yeah, but. Yeah, but it was mostly overtaking from, you know, people that were kind of out of position. Like Magnussen right. fell back because, of course, the Haas is not as strong as, like, Red Bull or Ferrari. But, yeah. like, he did great in qualifying. I feel like that he just got punished with sprint because he cannot keep up for that long. Without like, any, like, strategy. Plus yeah. the race. And the race, he would have had more strategy options, but he was already mm. too far back by then. Yeah, but like I said, it essentially resets all the interesting qualifying sets up also it kind of gives the dominant car even more points over a weekend <laughs> so it's even harder to like ca- i know it's like the winner should win something but yeah it's a bit like you drive 20 laps or something and just keep the car on the road and get a good start and you'll be first exactly yes. so so like eight is a lot like it eight, that's the difference between first and second in the normal race. Mm-hmm. Like it adds seven up. is. Yeah. So it can make a big difference. Especially as we've seen now with like Charles and his 30 point lead that's almost gone now. Yeah. It's just, yeah. I don't like it. But like on to actually what happened during the sprint. Um there were no penalties this weekend. Three, the drivers started on mediums. Everyone else was on softs. Guan Yu went into the wall on lap one. That was so sad because it just ruins the race. 
Yeah, he had to start from the pit lane the next day, so. It's just like, for what? For zero Mm. points. Um, (laughs) There was a little bit of back and forth between Danny and Magnuson. Safety car ended on lap four. Magnuson got black and white flags for weaving. And then after that, I literally have no notes for the sprint. That's Yeah, that was just... I was just watching it counting down, like, can it just end? That is so <laughs> true. It was yeah. it was, it was time consuming and it's like I already give my whole Sunday to F1. I can't start giving my whole of Saturday as well. <laughs> Thing <laughs> is though, the sprint lasts only thirty-five minutes. But it feels so it long. Feels longer. <laughs> Especially long. with this like not podium ceremony, but like whatever that is of the race. Yeah. Whatever. Well, what is the like the like flower thingy? I like the that wreaths. a lot. I like the that wreaths. so much more. I miss the wreaths. They had spice um, to them. The metals are so boring. I think it just detracts from the race rather than adds to the weekend for me. I agree. Like it doesn't make me like skip around waiting for Sunday. I'm just like Especially because mm. I think if you're more like a casual fan or something, you're just yeah. not gonna get the difference. You're just gonna be like, oh, it's a short race. It's- exactly. Yeah. Even though the race should be the main event. It, and that's it, what I think. You're distracting from something that's already yeah. a big deal. Mm. Just they, they should just do something else. It's fun. Like in Formula E, the qualifying, I think that's fun. Do that. The so yes. fun. The duels? Like two cars the duels. Against, yes. yes. That's dramatic. That's like in Anyways, football. Formula I love e that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, we can continue bashing the sprint after I go over the race real quick. Um, we started out wet, which, uh, Tears and I were sitting there betting on whether or not Pierre was going to get put onto the wrong tires after his incidents last year. We have one DRS on Imola, which uh, was never opened. (laughs) Okay. So real quick, everyone started on inters, um... First of all, the Tifosi and their red flares are no better than the Dutch fans yes. with their orange ones. I think I there was a bit that. of karma for the Tifosi this weekend because I saw a lot of mm-hmm. the Lewis Hamilton crying banners. Yeah, me too. Was... And I was thinking, karma's going to come. Karma's going to There were several horrible. like super racist posters within and the a lot of like you know the Toto saying no, no, Michael. Oh, I saw those. Yes, no. I saw some of those. So, you That's know when Charles bad. went over that like curb and mm-hmm. lost a lot yeah. of positions, and Ch- and um, Carlos. Yeah, I hate to say it. Mm. Oh my! Maybe Amy is onto something. Uh, it's a conspiracy there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but karma. <laughs> <laughs> but on our first lap, we immediately had Carlos and Danny. What was banging that? heads? Um, <laughs> Danny essentially just—I don't think he made the braking zone right and i know he got a penalty but i felt like it wasn't his fault but it kind of was well he got a penalty (laughs) he got a penalty i haven't seen no investigation necessary oh didn't he i feel i thought he because let let me check i saw i saw afterwards that mclaren said that it was i know like he was like he didn't actually do something it was just him like i know it was like over breaking or something was not his fault yeah he didn't get penalized for it yeah i think it was more like What's that called? Like, not oversteer, understeer, but when you basically break, but it doesn't break as much as it should. Oh. Is that what's I that called? Under breaking? No, I think like that's. That. I know there's else. a term for it, I just don't remember yes. it at the moment. So basically, he was doing everything right, but sometimes, especially in like first turn, the car just. It's the like. brakes weren't warm enough. A centimeter out of, out of its place. They just yeah. hit someone else. Like, he didn't even hit him this much. It was just like his front wing tapping. Tapped. Carlos' back. Yeah wheel and so just spin around yeah but as a result of that carlos got beached george got up to p6 in the chaos meanwhile botas got up got caught up in it and fell back there was no further investigation and danny pitted for um he pitted like so often yeah he pit a bunch but he had nothing to lose because uh apparently when he hit carlos whoever was behind him i think it was valtteri hit his diffuser Oh. He had a broken diffuser oh. the entire race. Why didn't uh-huh. they say that? I don't know. I think sometimes they don't even know that early. Yeah. Just because often you hear them like checking, but I don't think they can just check everything that easily. Um, but yeah, Danny had a broken diffuser. 
Uh, also, a lot of people miss this, but in the midst of all that chaos, are which I'm going to start calling him this because I've seen people calling him it and I love it. Shumini. Um, <laughs> spun. I, yeah, I didn't as well. see that until like the fifth replay. <laughs> yeah, they it took ages for them to replay oh, it, but he spun, smacked Alonso in the process. Oh, oh, <laughs> back to P17. When Alonso was like, how bad is the damage? The whole car is just like in half. Oh, there was literally holes in the car. There was, it was an entire hole just in the side pod. Half of it, it was missing. Didn't make it any damage? <laughs> no. It, was the highlight of the race no he just he tapped alonzo with the back left tire and the side pod essentially went goodbye it was like (laughs) so that was that um yeah lando got back into p3 despite falling back during the sprint um he had such a good start and he was so brave like very brave who was he alongside i think he started next to danny oh danny Okay. Yeah, because after the sprint, it was Max, Charles, Checo, Carlos, then Lando, and then Danny. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, which the fact that Lewis fell back a place during the sprint also hurt me. There isn't a positive for Mercedes. Well, George maybe, but... George's no, no. P4 is pretty good. I have... It's, I have it's you really can't decent. detract from his P4. No, absolutely not. Um, yeah, the, they restarted on lap five. It took them five laps to clean up move carlos's car which have you guys seen the clip of him climbing out of it while it's no. beached no. he I starts seen... yeah he almost gets on track and this like marshall just like, jumps in between that like <laughs> dude what are you doing it is yeah literally he jumps starts and then like towards the track out of the way yes when would he yes. have good luck <laughs> he never gets <laughs> any good luck no, but people on Tumblr are reblogging this GIF and they're like, Sam, Carlos, I do the same thing. <laughs> Me during the race, honestly. Yeah. Um, uh, we ended up having Alonso retire as a result of that panel flying off. <laughs> um, Danny pitted again on lap and 17. He was always in the pits. And he's still caught up with Lewis. <laughs> yeah, he's still caught up with Lewis. But this is crucial because he was the one that started like the whole... It's cascade of people I going know. for the slicks. So he went for the slicks. Everyone was on the slicks within three laps after that. Um, and uh, that pit insanity brought out an unsafe release for Ocon in front of Lewis. They almost tapped. The, there, there was almost contact. It made me very nervous. And Ocon did get a five-second penalty, but... Didn't really change anything. It didn't change much. <laughs> So, <laughs> anyways, Mick spun again a little bit later. But he recovered it again. He recovered it. Yeah, mm-hmm. he went over the grass, oh, and then yeah. when he got back onto the track, because he was already on slick tires, he pressed the throttle, and the back of his car just went wee. He went exploring. Yeah, he was bored. Wanted Trail to riding. It up. <laughs> like, I'm not getting points out of this anyways. No, Amy's falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> There was nothing That's more painful than watching the gap between Pierre and Lewis, and it was like zero point two. I was like, "It's oh coming!" Oh my god! It's have coming. you seen? Wait, have you seen the graphic of Lewis and Max where it said plus seventy seven seconds? Like, oh. why was that necessary? Getting lapped was. I actually felt like you know maybe that is, faces. <laughs> that, is, that is one of my sad faces. That is one of my sad faces. And the fact that Sky showed him from all the way back, like, coming through, it was like, wow. I wanted to cry. So humbled. So humbled. Especially because this this was after DRS. DRS got enabled on lap 35. Nice. But it didn't even help. It didn't help. <laughs> it, made it, it only worse. made it worse. <laughs> like, Lance Stroll, I literally was, like, <laughs> ready to boot that ridiculous green car into the <laughs> gravel myself. And then Pierre. Like, it didn't end. <laughs> it didn't end. So Listen, I am... If I see Pierre <laughs> before see Miami, it's the, on site. <laughs> it's on site. That Alpha Tower, it was, like... What was it last year? Was it Monaco where it was the same issue for Lewis with Pierre? Something like that. It was a very it, similar oh, issue. PTSD flashbacks. Honestly. Yeah. But the thing is, it was Alex, Pierre, 
at one point they did have more than a second between Alex and Pierre. Yeah. And then Lewis consistently within a half a second of Pierre. And I'm just and Sky kept being like, is he gonna do it this lap? Is he gonna do uh, it this time? He can't do it. It's like, mate, he's not gonna do it. <laughs> it's like he's uh, not gonna get any better. It was, it was bad. the worst. Was I can't worst. imagine being Lewis. Because every time Pierre, like his car kind of didn't hit the apex, I was like, he's gonna get it. He's gonna get this it. This time. But it's gonna be this just, time. This time, <laughs> and if we're no. so frustrated sitting watching this, I imagine know. how frustrated Lewis and Toto, was. Toto, Toto looked like he'd eaten like a sour lemon. He just was like, like really, he looked like, unhappy the entire looked, time. And then the Max bit, and then the George. That, that's the thing I don't understand. The George, George was you know rocking and rolling. And yeah. were, well, you know why? Because Lewis had twelve kilos of sensors on his car, but no one twelve. About I that. thought two and a half. 12. That's what I read. Oh my. My man was pregnant in that car, basically. And that is why he was so slow mm. compared to George. But George was also had the bouncing. The bouncing. Sorry. <laughs> I made, I did some math because oh, the thing is, Nico Rosberg was one of the people who like complained about Lewis not being as fast. Where well, I thought, weren't you the guy who like stripped your helmet of paint to be. <laughs> faster and i did some math nico said that he had 60 grams of paint on his helmet that he removed which gave an extra 0.002 seconds per lap if we add that up to lewis's 12 kilograms that's four tenths per lap he's slower that which is, is like right. a lot of time already that's why we need lena lena's our maths queen i'm just trying to prove nico rosberg were wrong but, uh, yeah, no, just... he he needs to be proven wrong. Someone needs to humble this man. So when you know, when are you gonna get hired him. by by Nico's extreme E team? And when are you gonna meet Nico? <laughs> Tell him <laughs> what's his plan. I mean, no wonder they didn't want to become friends again if he's like that every time. It's like yeah, I I totally understand this. <laughs> thing is, Pack. oh, personally, I think Nico Rosberg's the most fascinating Formula One driver out there. Mm-hmm. Like, I still don't appreciate him. It's like. I usually like, love him, but this cannot weekend. explain my relationship to him. It's Usually, Brittany is a fascinating creature to watch. This, yeah, exactly. Though? He's a fascinating man. Sometimes just annoying. Sometimes just annoying. Much like trauma. So, it's, sort of adding trauma on trauma. Because the thing is, I think everything he says has like an agenda. Like every time mm, he absolutely. says Lewis is the greatest of all time, he's just trying to say I beat the greatest of all times. Same he with doing that Schumacher. Now. Like he beat them both, <laughs> and he thinks that makes him greater than the two. He beat of them, them both, and then promptly retired. Yeah. Also, he beat Lewis once, while Lewis beat him several times. And he beat yeah. Schumacher while he was clearly older, clearly not really in it to win it or something. Like he was there to help develop Schumacher the team. He was there for vibes. Yeah. yeah. Also, Lewis he's like Alonso had, like, right now. Engine issues yeah. and you know all sorts of issues. It wasn't completely like the same with Schumacher like in the first season of Mercedes I think he only finished like every other race or something so it's like oh my god not like he was properly fighting for anything and so and poor George yeah. just looked so like can you leave me alone <laughs> but by the end yeah. of it but I think that's <sighs> what makes it even sadder that Mercedes like not celebrating that P4 because of course they're all saying it was partly down to you know luck and other people's misfortune but still that's still great Mm. I just think the team is in such a state and they just don't know what to do. And it's just... No, I get about that. But it's yeah. just so sad for George as well because, you know, you're going to his team, which is like the greatest I, uh... team of all times at the moment. And then it's just not However, where it was the imagine, last year. Imagine Valtteri's satisfaction at the Oh, point. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he almost took George. He almost did it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But, but George held him off, which was very impressive, actually. Sometimes. George did an amazing yeah. move on Magnussen. He was properly mm. brave. Like, yeah, because I think really it's nice. like, while, yes, of course, George's result and him beating Lewis over the weekend was down to like other factors as well, but he still did well. So no, he's, he's very well. Nothing but consistent. Yeah. Exactly. Like, so, one that uses as an argument that's ridiculous. Like, people saying, yeah. oh, he beat Lewis. Like, he's clearly the better driver and whatnot. Like, shut up. Yeah. But, no, but I just anyways. feel like if the car was good, imagine what a pair they'd be. Like, imagine yeah. what an exciting like force together. But also, like I've been seeing a few things that George has been saying, and George is essentially like 
Lewis is heavily disadvantaged at the moment. If he yes. once he's on the same level in terms of the car as I am, I am scared of this man. Yeah, but you can't. They can't win because then when he says that, he's sucking up, and if he doesn't say that, he's horrible. I, I he can't win. I feel bad no, for him, even though he is PR sixty three. But you know, yeah. <laughs> let me let I me do find th- let me find this quote that he said because I it was oh found it. Uh, George said after. The GP, he said, I expect him to come back so strong, and the way he's pushing and motivating the team is inspiring. I'm not getting comfortable with this position because I know what he's capable of. Yes. yes. I just I think I think he's really a good fit for the team at the moment. Mm. I had doubts, I have to say I did have doubts when they signed did. him. Yeah. I but I, I I I was wrong, basically. Because no. I think the thing is with teams like for example Ferrari because both desperately want to win, I think that can cause issues at some point, like Lewis and Nico had, because they were both young, both wanted to prove themselves. Lewis and George don't have that, because George knows at this moment Lewis is still like the more important person in the team, basically. He says, I have all the time in the world. I don't need to Mm. prove anything right now. I proved myself to Mercedes. That's enough for me. So that's just a lot easier, I think, internally. Mm. Same yeah, with Checo, probably, because I feel like Checo's not out there to win a world championship, but he knows <laughs> no. he's not. He can say whatever I, he wants. I think he could do it, though. He I could think... do it of like talent and pace and all that, but you know, I think allowed. he knows that he shouldn't. <laughs> he shouldn't yeah. do that. Like, think about Mexico. Mm. He could have won his home race. Let's not cool. think about it. Yeah, yeah and then there's... they were like, first Mexican driver on the podium. Like, mm, that's, that's yeah. painful <laughs> yeah but there's a couple more things that happened before the end of the race which was the first one was charles deciding that p3 is fine it's good enough and going for the soft which immediately checo and max put the softs on as well i don't know if you guys caught the radio message to max when checo got the softs on checo max was like don't leave me out here <laughs> yeah i had i yeah yeah. He can be so, quite aggressive on the radio sometimes. Every once in a while, yeah. But, but it made it interesting. Now, so top three went for the soft, which immediately it was essentially just trading fastest laps until Charles did an oopsie mm-hmm. and went over a curb way too, way too much and spun. He did well to recover, I guess. He did, oh, yeah, he did very well to recover. He Although he went from third to eighth. Mm. and then spent a couple of laps managing to get himself back up and the best he managed to do was sixth and then after that we got the george versus valtteri battle 2.0 this time not ending in crashing and burning um this time it ended in george staying ahead of valtteri i mean i think the team really needed that as well i feel like that would have just been the final (laughs) the final insult But that's essentially where the race ended. So we had Max, we had a Red Bull 1-2. Lando on the podium, George P4, Bottas 5th, Charles ended up 6th, which he, I don't know if you've seen the video of him getting out of the car after the race. He was so mad with himself. But he always is. He always is. Unless he's first. I saw a tweet where someone said once Charles wins his first championship, he's going to be like, oh, but I could have done better in sector (laughs) 2. Exactly. Yeah, he could yeah. have. I think um, that's why he has so many fans because he keeps mm. it real. But Lando yeah. does as well, though. They're both so hard on themselves after races. Mm. Mm. Yeah. But we did have Yuki P7, so he he managed to get up there. Uh, Seb finished P8 and finally brought some points for Aston Martin because they were before the start of this weekend. They were the only team without points. Also, he's finally not 21st anymore in the championship. Mm-hmm. Now Latifi's 21st. Um, Magnuson P9, Lance P10, Alex P11 as a result of Ocon getting that five-second penalty after the race. So uh, Alex, Pierre, and Lewis all jumped up a spot. So it was Alex P11. Wait, Pierre, how 21st? Because of uh, Nico Hülkenberg. Hülkenberg finished higher oh. than Latifi in the races but that he did racing. Does his points not just go to someone? No, no, like no, he's, he's part. That's why Mazepin was twenty first in the championship, yeah, championship. Last year, which is so painful when you're like a regular oh, yeah. driver. 
Yeah. We had that yeah. as well in 2020. There were quite a few people. It was like a 23-person championship in the end oh. because of all the like COVID things. I thought they just collected points for whoever they were going oh, no. for. That would cool. be nice. Imagine if they're just doing really well. I think Lewis would just be sick. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then, yeah, so Pierre P12, Lewis P13, Ocon P14, Guanyu P15, uh, Nikki P16, Mick P17, and then Danny P18 as a result of his broken diffuser, and we had Alonso and Science DNF. And that was the end of MLL. So on what that you give out, What would you give out of five stars? Out of five stars? Zero. We one. One maybe for Seb in the points. <laughs> Yuki. Yeah. And Yuki. And Yuki. That was about and it. Alex <laughs> almost got into the points, even though he yes. started last. Yuki's like, comments about Lewis after the race. That was very that was, sweet. Very very sweet. sweet. Yuki's on TikTok now, and he's like the cringiest person TikTok. ever. <laughs> I love it. I like, love his TikTok. The person so after the race was like, what's it called? TikTok story or something? Yeah. Like, yes. And it was just like a weird collage of like several pictures from the race week. <laughs> it was just so horrible. <laughs> I feel like he always has good intentions, even though yes. he's always like, oh, he's too aggressive in the car. I just feel like yeah. he's so he's lovely. A good kid. Like, he's a it's so good funny kid. because, like, he's our age. Like, he was born in 2000, and he, I feel like he has no idea what's happening on social media. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. I quite like he, that, though. Quite like that. He That's spent good. so much time just in the motorsport world growing yeah, up, and now... I just remember... Like listening to Beyond, the- do have you guys listened to Beyond the Grid? And no, they wanna- oh, they didn't want to him. And he, oh, well, he said that he um swears so much because he learned all his English around like mechanics. Yeah, no, but the yeah. thing is, that makes <laughs> so much sense because, for example, to me, because English is not my first language, swearing in English, like the what's it called, like it, it feels a lot easier than doing a German just because the words to me don't feel bad. Like when I say a German, like a bad word in German, it just feels wrong. Like I cannot do that. But in English, it has no meaning to me. The That's word. what he says that he just doesn't register. Like Polina, if you were to like give me a Ukrainian swear word, I could just say that without knowing what it means. So yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a lot easier to do. to do. It doesn't carry weight. Exactly. Carry and weight. I think that's the same for Yuki as well, because to him, it doesn't mean anything or like less yeah, yeah. than Japanese, probably. That's same for me. Oh, it's really annoying. But on that note, Amy, who is your driver of the day? My duo has to be Valtteri and George I just feel Uh like I feel like George did so well and like in such a bad situation where team morale is probably pretty pretty low let's be real Mm -hmm. and um Bottas did amazing because he had a bad pit stop and then he still came back I want to give a special honorable mention to um Alex but didn't get in the points just so I'm going to give it to them Today. Gotcha. But again, starting from last, like in Australia, we also got P10. Know, like, but he didn't get P10, you know, got P11. Oh, yes, but if he got P10, he would have been yes. driver of the day. Oh, no. <laughs> no, like, like it's the always Williams next is, time. <laughs> the Williams is, I think, actually worse than it was last yeah, year. Yeah, but Bottas had like a stuck wheel. No, no, I don't mean like he should be driver of the day. I'm just saying it's generally <laughs> impressive what he's doing because people the Williams have fought is for this award. Okay? Quite bad and big deal. <laughs> This is like oh. driver's championship level. I can't just be giving it away like willy-nilly to people we should in do like, 11. We should start keeping like tabs. tabs. Yes. Yeah. yes, we should. We'll I'll have to go that. back through the episode and keep tabs on who I'll, you I'll said as driver of the day. I will. And then, and then at the end of the, the year. Most, yeah. yeah. They just get a prize sent to yeah, them. We can do the same. Send myself. I'll do it to Lewis every time then. But yes. I think I think the award that we will be able to give to Lewis at the end of the year as overall thing is Fitz. Because once again, yeah. this man came. He saw he conquered. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, however, Yuki did give him a run for his money this weekend. He did. He did. Yuki's yellow sweater was great. He was chatting his like offer. I felt that. He was. The fact that Afatari have released him from his cage a little bit. <laughs> He's going feral. <laughs> I love because he showed up in these brown corduroy pants that were slightly flared and not like the skinny jeans that every single other driver wears. Which <laughs> disgusting. Nope. Get them away. Um, and he he looked wonderful. He looked great. 
And I think uh, Guan Yu also show where wore another Prada fit because he, yes. he loves his Prada. Because he can and love that for him. But I think Lewis's all rainbow um, two piece set was highlight i know it's a part of the outfit but can we give a shout out to sebastian's hair because he looks like a guy from scooby-doo shaggy yes (laughs) i love that he's actually not cutting it i know every weekend people are so afraid of him coming back with like a ruined haircut also we're lamenting esteban's hair after last weekend is it true that sebastian got a hair transplant is that like actual I apparently he did apparently no, people, people are just saying that because it was like really short at some point and now it's because i think maybe it was just a bad hack it was, it was like short and it was like a bit like a bold spot in the middle yeah I had a bit of a i've heard on the great vine that he got a transplant in Who ibiza and what <laughs> i doubt it i, read it I and feel I was like, like he does not seem like the kind of person who cares about no, that. No, I don't think so. But, but then again, he also once hair. bleached his hair and lied about it and said it was just from being in the sun. So I am jealous. But of at his the same hair. time, like yes. if 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 women are expected to do certain things to maintain their level of hair, exactly. What's stopping men from doing this? I, I, don't, don't, mean, I don't mean it's bad. I just mean he doesn't seem like the kind of guy who would care yeah, about true. that. So he might. He might. Like, be if you see his outfits, he wears off track. Like he does not care what he looks like. <laughs> that it might be true. Yeah, um, yeah. So for for fits that were, oh, I also want to give a shout out to Lewis's rainbow mat in his motorhome because I think it's yes. great. Also, have you seen? It's I don't know if it's part of race weekend or was shot afterwards. But Williams released like new footage for like some promotion. Alex wearing like a backwards cap, <laughs> the pier <laughs> effect. The pier <laughs> effect. It's taking all the drivers one by one. I think. Mm. If, an, if no one knows what the peer effect is, literally just go to She Loves F One on TikTok, and yeah. you will you will you will see exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. That's like I love her so much. More effect as well, but I feel like the peer effect is the only one that's really like the peer effect is the cap. The Charles yes. effect is the bandana. That oh yeah. Apparently, that's not the Daniel one. effect, but I'm not sure if that's like nah, if that's mm. legit. I'm not sure either. But the peer um, effect definitely. Pure effect. Yeah, she's she she's spreading. Uh, in terms of news and updates, I haven't seen anything. Um, all all all. Please, I, can I, we have I'm, an update for Mercedes in Miami, or I will actually stick. We had a in my eye. update this weekend, though. There oh come on! Oh come on, Polina! Let's not pretend. I'm <laughs> listen, I, I'm I'm just upset, as upset about it as you. We're I, going to Berkeley with. I think both of us are going to go to Brackley at this point. I I need to speak to Toto immediately. I need to speak to the manager. I saw this guy and like, was a German teacher who had like a safety vest, like those neon yellow ones from like some brewery and like he mm-hmm. wanted to try and just walk in. <laughs> I might do that. Like, I'm going to go speak to Toto. Brilliant. Try that. Nothing unkind, just want a few words. <laughs> <laughs> nothing nothing oh. that often. <laughs> oh, speaking of unkind words, back to Nico real quick. Him, okay, he fucking fabricated a whole story yes. about what Lewis and Toto were apparently arguing about <gasps> after qualifying. <laughs> that was so rude. Like, it, it happened bizarre. in the garage. And he was nowhere near. He was just literally, basically quoting them on stuff that. He was fake quoting. He thought that Lewis had criticized the team on the internal team radio. And when Lewis got out of the car and approached Toto after qualifying, Toto got mad at him about that. Those are Nico's words. This is coming from nowhere. He has no sources for this. No one knows what that conversation was actually about. We don't know how animated Lewis was because we only saw Toto's face. Lewis was still wearing his helmet. I have so many issues with this. <laughs> the thing is, is that Nico could actually give some properly like interesting insight, but he chooses yeah. to just make like soap opera storylines that are just not true and doesn't fit either person. It's just fully fake narratives. There's nothing. No. But nothing it's not funny anymore. It was funny before. Now it's like you're obsessed. Get help. But it's just because again, this again like paints this narrative of lewis being mad the team about everything which is just not true mm. and i think he's frustrated is, but not at the team he's frustrated sure. with the team i think they're yes. i think like they're mutually the venting i yes, think that, oh, yes. that's what that was 
that's family thing though yeah yeah close friends yes and that's why it's so bad because so many people like trust Nico because they think oh he knows Lewis he knows the team whatnot and then he just puts something like that out there no one's like correcting him or just like no. mentioning everyone just takes it no one challenges him yes. no one no one <laughs> yeah it's a shame you take his word as gospel on sky and i'm just like can we get a different former merc driver oh in my here god to having to listen to anthony through the whole sprint race what, what former merc driver there's not that many though <laughs> true true like, honestly um, i would just rather have anthony davidson there every single weekend really i don't know who I'd that is have, but... i want ted 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 yeah is the best ted ted is great although ted did say some fishy things this weekend too what did he say um he asked seb why he's still racing there if he's not challenging for wins ted. you could ask that like 18 out of the 20 drivers exactly so. ted, what are you doing you're not challenging ted honestly i can't hate ted though those i don't like any of them ted's great <laughs> like i don't know the sky commentator so i cannot comment on them but oh no I mean, I yeah, it's a shame about Nico. Hopefully he'll come back. Maybe he'll go home and be like, that was too far. <laughs> Invite Lewis back onto his yacht in Monaco. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. Just, just go back to Monaco, plant some plants. Have you seen that? He's like in the garden planting stuff with his daughter. <laughs> Touch some grass, mate. Like, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> he was. He was. Chill out. He's in the garden. It was very nice. Yeah, I'm like no, I'm just questioning where is their garden when you live in Monaco in a penthouse. I can't get over whenever they went to him and he was frozen. Like where's the monster. where's the garden? Where's the garden? Get in man? your garden, Nico, and shut your face. I don't understand how that works. Neither do I. Um, uh, Lena, would you like to bless us with some wonderful oh, conspiracies? I, as I said, I did not see the race, so I cannot comment on that. But one thing I think many people have seen, it's not even my conspiracy, but have you seen the news of the potential driver swap? <gasps> oh, yes! Oh my god, yeah. that's, 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 I should have mentioned that news and updates. That's, that's because news. Because from that's what news. I've understood, the, the source, we do not really know who that is or what sources they Albert, have. Albert Ferreira, something, something, something along those lines. He's a journalist. Yeah, because the thing is what that person said is basically there would be a driver's swap so between two teams and that I'm, is... Hmm? Okay, just clarifying real quick. One of my mutuals on Tumblr actually like listened to what he was saying over the interview and it's not so much swap, more so um, that uh, someone's going to leave. Oscar. Someone's but, leaving and someone else is joining. They're no, swapping. From what outside. I've understood, it's both. They, from what I've understood, this person said someone is leaving, but also there mm. will be a swap between two oh, teams. So that's interesting. And then I saw a lot of people, like both from inside and outside of the sport, starting to like theorize who could this it's be. It's silly season already. And the thing <laughs> is, I've seen so many people like have like theories about certain swaps where I'm like not only would that not make any sense but also there's like contracts and all that kind of stuff so mm. can, depending on the contract it can be very hard to get drivers out of there like for example Max right now I think it's probably going to be impossible to get him out of Red Absolutely. Bull Absolutely. Lewis to Ferrari confirmed <laughs> <laughs> no but this is replacing Charles so. um, yeah, of mine uh, 44LH is their URL they said for context this is the video with the link um, the journalist says that the one that is leaving isn't a surprise, but the one that is going is a surprise. Uh, I but think it could be Latifi out you Oscar mean the one in because coming is not a surprise. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Latifi out Oscar in because the phrasing of leaving slash arriving means someone is literally leaving an F one drive because this journalist's interview was given in Spanish. Do you think it could be Latifi leaving? I just what could be most leaving. people said. The thing is. I know Latifi is partly a pay driver because he did bring in a lot of sponsor money. But Williams don't need that money anymore. Exactly. Williams are, after they sold the team, they've been off a lot better. So, so who would it they're be? They're sponsored by massive people. So. If, the thing is with Oscar, it depends on, I think, how willing Alpine is to Jamie let him Chabwick, go. Jamie Chadwick confirmed. Maybe, honestly. That honestly I feel- would be a lot more interesting. That would be a lot more, more, but more like, surprising. 
she's already in William. She dri- she does test driving. Yeah. Also, isn't she currently driving for the like Jenna team in W series? She's, like, they're oh in God. Miami. This she's going to Miami. Who allowed that to happen? I don't know. Jenna racing. No, I, I that's a whole for separate no subject. money in the world would I join that team. Yeah, which Jamie isn't technically even supposed to be in W series after winning twice. Like that's so, because I, the I literal point of W series is not to it's, be like its own racing series, like Formula E or something. It's yeah. supposed to be kind of like a feeder, feeder series for women feeder, that yeah. puts them into other better series, like Formula E, IndyCar, Formula One. Yeah, in um, best case. But I, I genuinely think it's Latifi leaving because. It, I mean, who else could it be? The thing is, like, I he saw... Was, I, he was consistent in F2. He was good enough in F2 to actually challenge Nick DeVries. But as soon as he got into an F1 car, that performance just kind of went out the window. He's, I think it's like yeah. probably... Like, I know people are not going to like to hear this, but like Mazepin, he wasn't a bad driver in Formula 2 or anything. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he didn't win the title or was challenged for it, but like, he wasn't bad. He won races and stuff. Yeah. But I clearly, think, he could not yeah. keep up with the Formula 1 drivers. I think yeah. Alex has really outperformed the TV as well. He has. He has outperformed. Like, badly. But badly. I think that's good for Alex, though, because it's good for after Alex too, him... Though. Being at like Red Bull, some people mm. say he's just not the driver you expect him to be. Because in Formula F- Two, he finished third, but with like a huge gap to Lando and George. Mm. So he also wasn't on their level either. Yeah, it's good. There's also <laughs> the issue that if it were to be Oscar, Alpine have said this repeatedly that they don't want to sacrifice Oscar to a team that's not that doesn't have a Renault engine. But the issue there, the Alpine is only team with a yeah, Renault engine. Exactly. So unless you boot either Esty or Alonso, Oscar doesn't have a seat if they they fully comply with that. Well, that's with the that problem. Theory. I think Alonso doesn't want to leave, and I also think Alpine yeah. are too scared to throw him out. Like, they're not going to do that. I think they'll put Oscar in Williams as like a test. Yeah, maybe. Then, but maybe. then they would need like a strong contract with Williams as well, yeah. because I mean, they Williams are not going to just let it go. Williams already, as a Mercedes-powered car, have a Red Bull Junior. Yes, for them. So I think from Williams' out. side, that's not an issue. I think Williams no. will not have a problem with that if Oscar's good enough. Yeah. But I don't know what like Renault or like Alpine thinks about that. Yeah, strange. Um, but Alonso's comments about not retiring have actually prompted comments yes. from both Seb and Lewis, and oh, both of them have also been like, "We're not leaving." I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. No, which I is comforting. What, so Lewis is sticking around for at least a couple. I think years. what I read as well, which I think also more on the conspiracy side than on actual news, is that apparently Lawrence Stroll is not happy with what's mm. happening at Aston they Martin. They might be selling Aston Martin to it, Audi. That is the thing. Like Lawrence Stroll put a lot of money into that project, like a lot, a lot, a lot of money. So if he were to leave, he would probably want a lot from that but a new team like a new engine or car manufacturer like audi joining the sport they would pay a lot because it's a lot Mm -hmm. easier than getting their own team they think they would be willing to pay a lot to buy a team i also think lawrence would make sure that lance gets a seat there but then again it's just not as secured as it is when your dad's working there although about lance i he has been like he's been decently consistent enough. I think he's more than a paid system. driver. Do you know? What I, mean? I feel like he is. He is more than a paid driver. My issue is the fact that uh, he's once again getting anti-Semitic hate. Yes, that is. Which was massively a thing year before last, and I kind of calmed Wait, down last year. What? Yeah. First of all, his family is like they're. I don't. I don't know if you know this, but Lance's last name is not Stroll. It's Strulevich. I did not know anything about him. Lawrence Lawrence Stroll Lawrence Stroll's either father or grandfather or like grandparents are Ukrainian. They're but Ukrainian what? Jews. But he he races for Mar- for Canada. Yeah, because his they, father, they, I think either his father or his grandfather moved to Canada, and so that's why he grew yeah, up there. That's why they. That's why they anglicized his name as well. They fled during World War Two, anglicized their last name to protect themselves. Um, and now his his technically technically on paper his last name is Trulevich. 
It's um, similar to Nikki. He is half Iranian, but they mm-hmm. never go into that because they know that's just it doesn't or like jack aiken who's half korean whose real name isn't even jack aiken but yeah he tries well, with, jack, with jack though he does have a lot of like korean sponsors and he talks about that is korean true but so, i think strong i didn't beginning, know that too i think with yeah. jack maybe in the beginning they decided not to like push that side as much now maybe. It is a little bit more but with lance he genuinely does not talk about the fact that he grew up in a jewish family because there's so much anti-Semitic hate on his social media all the time. And I think that's... And if you look at his posts for the past three months, he posts photos, but there's no captions. Yeah, he he re- he definitely is not very active on social is he media anyway. social media? Or do you think someone is running... He used to run it. I mean... I like, think he might. Like, posting pictures of his dog and stuff kind of looks yeah. like stuff he's doing. So Although it's not just like... Also- Posted golfing videos, like his first hole in one and stuff like that. So, so I think it's him, but I think he just doesn't use it yeah. a lot. I want to tell our listeners about this date I went on last night. Oh yes, oh. yes. Um, <laughs> so the guy, the, the guy. I went. I went on a date with someone else who was a Formula One fan. There, he's Italian. Um, which immediately, <laughs> immediately no, immediately no. Really no, massive Tifosi, but at the same time he's not just Tifosi. He also supports a bunch of other drivers. He made a comment to me yesterday while we were having drinks. He was like, "Oh yeah, I don't really like like paid drivers and stuff like that. I'm more towards like homegrown drivers like Max Verstappen." And I'm like, "Homegrown? Where? What even?" Even does that mean? Sounds like a weird science kit, you know. You used to get them <laughs> when you were like, growing so, up, like, gr- like grass roots, as if like you've come from nothing. Sort That's of, like, literally Lewis and an estimate. First of all, it's Lewis. Second of all, Max is the result of nepotism. <laughs> Max was born to be an F1 driver, basically. Max was clearly <laughs> born into the sport. That is, he was born in a racing car. That they literally abuse that power. Like there's other drivers, like Mick, where his parents try to like. Did she stay out of it so he yeah. couldn't do it on his own? But like in Max's case, they literally like made sure that like they're using their connections and exactly. all that. Exactly. So. Um, he also uh, believes he, he told me that Alonso is the goat of this era of Formula. Are you going to see no. him again? Or no, no, <laughs> absolutely not. Just generally speaking, like a life hack to all the girlies out there or anyone who cares. What I always do every time I meet a guy who. La- says he likes Formula One, knows Formula One. I always ask them, what do you think is my favorite driver? And that says a lot. Because <laughs> if Ooh, the answer if the answer is something like, oh, probably Charles Orlando, then it's like, it's a no-no from my side. <laughs> Red flag. It's horrible. Every time they do that, I just pretend it's like someone really random. I'm like, oh no, it's... I- no. At the same time, if if you are a Formula One girly and one of your favorites is Charles Orlando, all the power to you. Fucking go for it. <laughs> yes, but the thing is, men oh always God. assume, most men assume it's Charles Lando, like George or something. They always assume it's like the good looking young guy. It's like oh. Christian Honor kind of attitude. Oh Sebastian! It's like, <laughs> God, there's nothing wrong with having those guys as your favorite driver, but I feel like men always assume it's them because I always think I'm literally just there for the good looks. I'm like, no, no so I always scarred there, and no one in the world could make me say like, really, again. It's like there's two <laughs> options. You can either use a very random driver. You be like, oh no, my favorite's actually Timo Glock. Oh, <laughs> 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 pin for life. <laughs> also, if it's like a really annoying guy, you just you just gotta act stupid. Like I once, pin. <laughs> like once, I tried to make it like the guy actually thought I was like proper stupid. I think because I tried to make him believe that my favorite's Schumacher, and I thought it was still like Michael. And he was like, "He's not racing anymore." What do you mean he's not racing? Or he's right there. He's like <laughs> not getting points, but he's still around. Like he's <laughs> hilarious. And because men actually think we're that stupid, so. Uh, immediately no immediately well, I'm no. sorry to hear Perlina that it wasn't what it was, you wanted it to be okay. it was like decent throughout the evening like I got free drinks out of it but the, the Alonso <laughs> comment just didn't hit you out coming back <laughs> afterwards sitting down and describing my date to tears I immediately like going through the events of the evening I was like wait a minute it just wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> take the alcohol out of it <laughs> yeah 
No, because uh, that's very important. I think because I think it's great when other people like Formula One. Like I love chatting about yeah. it, and whatnot. It's a great shared interest, but there's like certain points at which I have to say, like that's not just a different opinion. I feel like that's there are just... certain opinions that are just not compatible. Yes, <laughs> I cannot. He was also that. he's also completely convinced that Mercedes, first of all, have been doing illegal testing, and second of all, have managed to like finagle FIA employees. But it's definitely working, winners. isn't it? They're they're doing so well. <laughs> They are top of their game. He, and he thinks that um, Mercedes' performance this this season has been karma for that. And I'm like, did you watch last season? What, what was kind of mental gymnastics, baby? <laughs> I remember when I was in Silverstone, there was this couple, and one of them was wearing a Red Bull t-shirt, one of them was wearing a Mercedes t-shirt. I just mm-hmm. thought, that's love. That is <laughs> Because like, the thing is, generally speaking, I don't mind it if someone like likes Rebel or supports them. But I but, feel like you yeah. still Silverstone. Lena. You need to be. You know, the thing is, you need to be able to support a team and still be critical. Like I can yeah. admit it when Mercedes doing yeah. super stuff. Like Toto in Saudi Arabia, that yes. was it, that, Not that it. was a big no no. No. So, but I can admit that, and I can say, Toto, what the heck? We do not. But it doesn't mean that, you know, I just have to support my team unconditionally. And that's where it stops for me. Yeah. No. But for me, the Alonso comment especially was so oh, fucking so... weird. Because, first of all, he was like, oh, yeah, Alonso was so goaded. He should have won more oh, than no, two championships. Oh, no. Like, oh, oh. Oh, did you use that expression? Say that. Oh, sorry. That makes me feel sick. That is so I'm icky. Oh, boy. No, but for me, the more than two world championships, honey... Do you know why he didn't get more than two? Because certain somebody joined the team. Yeah, a certain somebody joined the team. A, Alonso spent the entirety of the season trying to sabotage that certain somebody. B, and got penalized for assessment. (laughs) He still hates him. Alonso has not moved on. Yes, I think 2007 has never left his mind. (laughs) He wakes up every day. Like being an Alonso fan, fine. Like. Even if you think 2007 was a cool move from Alonso, whatever, but you still need to be able to see that. Like, yeah, he's he was sketchy. Not... He is sketchy. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah but like, it's same with like Michael Schumacher. Like, I get bad vibes. Ma- yes, a lot of bad vibes. Generally, Does anyone men have any good have bad opinions <laughs> of Formula Does One? Does anyone have any good vibes for Miami? <laughs> but, um, no. I think it's just gonna be funny. I'm gonna be very entertained. Yes. Oh, funny. I'm gonna be entertained. Like the boats in the middle of the track. Oh, okay. they start putting That's them in. They're just sitting on yes. plywood. It's so yes. funny. It's Maybe so Lewis and George can get in the boat and go around the track. Honestly, it's probably Maybe. faster. <gasps> Do you think Haas gets a boat? A Steiner ship? <gasps> I hope so. I love yeah. that. <laughs> have you did, seen all the memes? Update? No, because I think they weren't good enough. But oh, no, have you I seen the they memes? Did, they did an early update though for quality. I think. Have you seen like all the memes of people saying, "Oh, that's the car they're gonna need for, for if it rains." Oh, <laughs> I had like Haas is prepared. They have the ship. Yeah, I no, so cool. But for me, I think also there was a brief conspiracy over the weekend before the race, um, where they were like oh, white Ferrari. White oh, Ferrari, yes. oh, yeah. White Ferrari versus pink Mercedes fight. Mm. <laughs> um, no, but yeah. everyone said that's all legal and all good. I think the FIA yeah, actually went that. there and like, because honestly, they have a Ferrari engine, so it already makes sense that like similar or something. And well, I don't think they hope that the same or anything. It can't get worse. Surely, surely no, it can't get worse. I'm just interested to see, like, with the fans and stuff, because apparently not many people are coming because it's quite, like, small. It's very VIP. It's very VIP. Yeah, I saw, like, even friends of drivers and family said they can't come because the drivers have to take so many sponsors in the garage and there's yeah. just no, no space. Yeah, I, so I mean, sad. I don't know if I've mentioned this, but I have, we have a family friend who was gifted paddock tickets um, for the Miami GP, and... I thinking about it. First of all, this this person has essentially implied that they might not be going. Which, first of all, if you're not which, going, rude. Me the tickets. Um, <laughs> but second of all, I would also at the same time understand if you're not going because it doesn't feel like that weekend 
is mm. going to be much fun with how few no, people are going to be you able want, to be there. You want to have loads of people that always survive just as it, especially if it's people that don't know anything about the sport. Yeah, like you that's what fans. I get. The thing is. <laughs> Honestly, I don't mind if people go to no, those events if they don't mix. care. But the thing yeah. is, yes, it's like similar mix. to Monaco. I feel like in Monaco, at least, there's still a lot of like, diehard Formula One fans yeah. because it's yeah. easy to get there. But it's also like celebrities and stuff. I swear half of those celebrities don't understand from, Formula from One. From their balconies. Yes, a lot of people just want the pictures. Like, I love Instagram. the vibes in Monaco. Like people just yeah. sitting on the hills and like little camping chairs and like yeah they're not getting seats and well, you can't do that in miami because yes, it's exactly. smack in the middle of a parking lot a eh? so there's no buildings that overlook hard rock stadium just, or anything just, like that i think you just God. need a mix if, yeah. if not like 80s 20 70 30 like yeah, you just like, need a mix basically even regular regular grandstand tickets for miami cost two thousand dollars it's ridiculous but also have you seen those grandstands half of them are not even proper grandstands but just like tables and chairs and stuff it's just like vip areas and not just normal seating but apparently it gets them enough money because the tickets are that expensive well let's just hope that it'll be a good race to be honest because yeah. that's I why the track looks interesting. The track yes, that's yes. why I'm so scared of because people keep like discussing which tracks could they potentially delete from the calendar. And there's often people saying like France, for example, or Hungary, because yeah. those are just not very big. The thing is, those are the two most affordable Grand Prix out of all of them. Yeah. And I don't know if they if they're sort of threatening that to be like sort of talking about it. <laughs> I don't know if they'd ever actually do that. I after this weekend, honestly, I'm willing to delete Imola from the race calendar. Anyways, we hope you enjoyed. You'll hear from us next week and we'll be giving a brief 101 on Formula One. Formula 101, if you will. So if you're unfamiliar with the sport or just checking us out, it'll give you decent insight into what the sport actually is. Anyways, we'll see you all next week. Thank you so much for listening. This has been a very chaotic and venti episode, but we hope you enjoyed. Bye-bye. Ciao. Oh,